TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Well, Nick Pavetta is coming up to join us right now. One of the anchors of this Red Sox rotation. Ken and Curtis show here at WEI at Winter Weekend in Springfield, Mass. And we'll get uh, Nick a headset here saddled in. And uh, by the way, you can join us. 617-779-7937. But here's Pavetta. Now, Nick. Can we ask you about your health? I, I, this may be a jinx, but your remarkable durability, 30-plus starts, just do you, like, not want to talk about it to, to, for potential jinx scenarios, or do, you not, or, or do you, you know, do you take joy in it? Like, do you, do you like, crow about it in the offseason? Because it is amazing. You've never been hurt. I think you're on the right one. I think, I think for me, um, I think it's just all about my offseason training. Um, I have a tremendous uh, strength coach who I met back in 2019, Matt Uhara. Uh, I found him out of, my agent found him out of California, works with a bunch of other guys and I think just the training regiment that we get on, you know, the consistency of that and then being able to consistently move through uh, seasons and, and learn that process is the biggest thing and repeating that process and then staying healthy is, is good. But uh, talking about it now, I think I'm, I'm in control of my own fate. I'm in control of what I can do and if I put in the right work and everything should work out perfectly fine. But what is this workout like? Do you, do you share it with other? You should put this in a book. TB12's got the method. What I is mean, the Nick Pavetta I mean, method? No, it's, it's, it's all Matt Uhara. He's, he's, he's very, very extraordinary what he does. It's a lot of movement-based, um, specific to my pitching mechanics and our relationship that we've developed over the years. It's three, four years going on now. So I think it's, it's getting on that regimen, but also the communication, the relationship to further – uh, help me produce during the years and, and continue to stay healthy. So, Nick, you grew up in British Columbia, mm-hmm. and you begin in playing baseball in Philadelphia and Boston. Mm-hmm. I can't think of a bigger culture shock from going to the nice, <laughs> polite world of Canada to Philly and then Boston. How has that been for you? Not that polite. They rioted after the Bruins Cup win. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I remember I remember that, too. Were that you was, there? No, I was not there. I was on the island. I was Sorry, far I, away. I, but, just so you know, Nick, yeah. everything I say he has to disagree with, even if it's not directed at him. So <laughs> no, carry on. Oh, good. But, um, you know, I think growing up in Philly or coming up with Philly was, was really interesting. And, you know, it, it is a rich baseball culture there as well. They do have uh, a very um, – Opinionated. opinionated but also strong fan base yeah. so it's cool and then being able to come over to boston as well it's it's just as strong and just as passionate but there's there's common courtesy to it there's the there's the you know the wantingness to to everybody to kind of come come together and, and win as an organization but also as a fan base too and you know it's been nothing but you know great things being here walking around the city interacting with the fans um you know i think i, I love to do that i love to meet the people um be here for them just as much as they're for us during the year. One thing I would associate with you on the field is passion. I mean, you are a super nice guy, 
well-spoken, all that. But on the field, it's the glove over the mouth sometimes, covering up the words. Uh, has that always been part of your DNA? Yeah, I think I think I, I wear my emotions on my sleeves at times. You know, sometimes they can get me in trouble. Sometimes, you know, it gets me through some things. But, you know, I think with what I put into it every single year, I just care. I care a lot about, about the guys on the field. I care a lot about the organization and putting my best uh, foot forward at all times. Um, you know, any time that, you know, I take off, I, I, don't, I don't want to because I feel like I'm falling behind. So... You know, these people show up for us every single tonight, every single night, and we want to show up for them every single night. And I think that's what really helps us and drives us. What are, like, the top moments with players, opposing players? Have you ever had some awkward, like, you're showing emotion. Have they fired back at you? Have you? Yeah, ever- I mean, I think I had that thing with uh, Yadi Diaz that I thought mm-hmm. was really weird last, last year. Um, um, kind of caught me off guard. And then I, I hit Kirk last year as well on the, on the hand. And <laughs> I, f- I forget the manager's name, but he came out. He, got upset about me hitting hitting him twice or something and you know I just didn't appreciate that's not what I'm trying to do I'm just trying to go out there competing against really good hitters I'm not trying to hit anybody so anybody that takes personal offense to me well I'm gonna I'm gonna tell them like no I'm not trying to do anything but don't get in my face it's my play it's what I have to do to compete against such good hitters I have to move the ball around you know I'm not perfect all the time accidents happen so we had Chris Sale up here earlier and goes without saying his importance to the staff and to everything what what does a healthy Chris Sale mean to you personally you know I've been with Chris for two three years now um being able to learn from him and to help help him kind of move forward too is is the relationship that we built but having him a part of the staff you can kind of see what it does to other guys around as well it gives them that extra boost gives them extra confidence seeing him and, and what he does because he's proven and he's done in the past so much and he works so hard everybody sees what this man's been through kind of the adversity he's gone through he's still there mentally strong every single day pumping everybody up you know he's always lively always ready to go so just his overall pre- presence around everybody helps everybody kind of achieve their goals nick pavetta our guest here on wei and how about the younger guys for you mm-hmm. are you a mentor for Bayo and Whitlock and Hauk and some of these guys that are trying to break into the rotation? Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think that, you know, I can learn from guys just as much as they can learn from me. I think experience rules all in baseball, and the more experience you have, the more experience you're able to share with guys to help them through those younger stages. Um, I think I think years, the, the years from one through three are very key development years, but it's also guys need to be comfortable and be themselves. And know that they can be them genuine selves showing up to the field and guys are going to help guide them in, in the way that they need to but also it's that communication level builds that relationships and it's how we build our team like when did you take off or feel like you you got it you've arrived you know i don't think handle. i'm ever going <laughs> to arrive i don't think anybody ever arrives i think i think if you if you're not taking in knowledge from everybody at all times then you know you're, you're hurting yourself i think every other guy has has something whether it's you know I'm talking to Bayo about, you know, if, if maybe one day I need to learn how to throw a sinker. Hey, how do you how do you hold your sinker? Or, you know, Whitlock has an extraordinary changeup. If maybe one day I'm like, hey, I need to learn a changeup grip. How do you do this? What do you do? It's running it by everybody. And, you know, for them, you know, what was it like back then when you were years one through three? How can I prepare to get to this year? How can I go ahead and throw a whole, a whole year, 180, 100, 200 innings? And, you know, I can help them kind of develop or tell them what I went through to, to help them get to that point as well. Yeah. How does it work, Nick, in the offseason? Obviously, we find out news on Twitter. Do you do you get alerted to either the good news of Devers is staying around 11 years or the bad news that Xander is going to the Padres? How do you, when, when those things happen, do you get a text or do you find out like we do? Um, you know, I, I think uh, 
the relationship that I built with Haim in the front office, it's, it's a little bit more of an open communication. I think with the players too, it's, it's you know, they, they try to keep us in the loop as possible because it's our team as well. It's the team that we want to build as well alongside them. And we, we also play with a lot of other unique guys who we think that, you know, have uh, good opportunities and have helped us in our past and could help us in our, our goal with um, moving forward. I think a classic one is uh, J uh, uh, Justin Turner and Kike. You know, right. they, play, they played together, came up together. Um, and they competed together, and he seems like he's going to be a perfect fit. Well, Kike, you know, was making made sure that he was up and open with uh, Haim in, in the front office about about possibly bringing that guy over. So I think anytime that there's open communication, I think we can all help. We all just want to help. We want to bring the best guys that we think can help us achieve our, our overall goal. Before we let you go, Nick, so this year is going to be defined a lot by the rule changes, the pitch clock, mm -hmm. the elimination of the shifts in the infield. Do you think we're talking too much about it, uh, the baseball world, not enough? Is it a huge deal? No, I mean, it's all up to the league at the end of the day. I mean, there was I'm a part of the union, so I'm very much having a, a lot of knowledge about that stuff. And all of the players uh, voted no for all of these rules. It's up to MLB to bring in these rules. We don't have control over the rules. We don't have control on what rules are brought in or what rules are brought out. Because I believe the, the panel is like uh, we have four votes and the other panel has like five or six so they're already they're already outnumbering us to begin with so any new rule anybody sees in the field they do run it by us and we do give them our input but most likely most of the time from what i've experienced they don't really take it so the all these rules are just from mlb and whatever they do they do uh, so you're not thrilled to say it. no i mean i don't think anybody's really thrilled with changing a game and and not really being able to have a, a certain say in it at the end of the day, especially if you're the one competing on the field and not a lot of input is put into that. So it's, it's kind of a dicey situation, but the league puts themselves in that situation all alone. I, I just I disagree so bad, so strongly on this. Why do you guys not want a quicker game? I feel like it, the attention span is so minuscule. Mm -hmm. And the sport, obviously, the Red Sox are popular. You know, you're a good player. They like you. They want the team to succeed. But I watch the NFL, which is king. Mm -hmm. They have a competition committee that meets at the end of every year to look at things that they can tweak to improve it. Mm -hmm. In baseball, it feels like is is missing the fans that are tuning out okay. by continually deciding that there shouldn't be tweaks. Like the thirty seconds to pitch a ball sounds awesome. Why, yeah, why is that's that fine? But it's not thirty seconds; it's fifteen and twenty. Even better. Yeah, but how are you supposed to make? I mean. You think about the certain situations that we get in at certain times. Yes, 15 seconds is good when you're in the third inning and you got one out and you're ahead 2-0-2 in a count. It's nice. You have a nice early development or good. But what if you have runners second and third, one out, and you're in a 1-2 count and, you know, you're facing a certain hitter and you need a couple more seconds or you need that extra minute to think and to focus or you need – not even that. You haven't even had the experience in the past of dealing with, with a pitch clock, right? Because we're all just going to have to go into it, into the season, and adjust to this day one. Right, I understand. Obviously, we get, we get spring training, but to throw a rule at us and then throw something that isn't, you know, we, even if we got it to where it was 20 seconds overall, I think that's like a common ground that we could have worked, and we tried to explain that to them, but... The fact that they didn't want to communicate or work with us is probably the problem that we have the most. It's not about the pitch clock. It's about the overall communication. Yeah, no, I hear you. And <coughs> baseball has had the, a very strong union that you guys have worked mm -hmm. many years to build, and you should be commended for that. I just, as someone who's watched yeah. baseball my whole life, I, I, am, I am so excited 
that the sport is moving in the direction towards the fans' desires instead of away from it. So let me ask you a question. What if there's a ba- it's bases loaded, 3-2 count, and um, we're, we're on a, away and say the pitcher is thinking or doing something, all of a sudden the time runs out and, the, and it's a, a, a ball and that guy wins the game. They win the game because of a pitcher doesn't make the time or the batter doesn't get his extra time out to think and, you know, he strikes out. There are going to be negative consequences that occur in any change, but I watch the Patriots every Sunday and they had like 16 delay of games this year because they had two morons calling offensive plays. And so that hurt them (laughs) on the field. Yeah. But the the person you're going to be forced and Chris Sale and the, you know, Garrett Cole are going to be forced and charged with entering a game prepared for, okay, if it's bases loaded one and two against this this hitter, you know, Aaron Judge, mm-hmm. this is what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. Instead of having that time while everybody's there watching you in between pitches. And I obviously, I'm not saying, you know this far better than I do. I'm not saying that you're wrong. No, I I'm just saying as a fan, it's totally something that I am thankful that the sport is moving towards what the fans have been asking for. Yeah, and I, I think that that's important. I, I do agree with that. I think more of my quarrel is that the communication level was, wasn't quite there where we could have made a, a neutral thing work. It was kind of, we were told this is the way it's going to be, this is how it's going to go. And then on top of it, there's going to be gray areas that you know we might work through. We might, you know, there might be some, some things that happen that arise that dictate a baseball game that, you know, I don't. I don't. I don't personally think that that it's. I don't like to dictate a baseball game by uh, a, t- a clock at the end of the day. That's my biggest thing. Now, if we can figure out a common ground where the clock is there, but maybe it doesn't interfere as much, that would have made more sense to me. Or worked into it where we started at you know maybe a 25 second clock or a base rate of a 20 second clock, and then seen where that data goes and then adjusted it again. But start at the latter instead of starting at the earlier point. Just, totally just from that, it's it's an interesting thing, and I think it'll be good. I do agree with, I agree with you with the with the attention span, but I'm also a baseball purist, and like <laughs> something about showing up to a baseball park at seven o'clock, staying there for three three and a half hours, enjoying my experience, and being a part of that at the night where you get to experience a, a nice long night where you're with your friends or with your family and you're enjoying it. I think that's it's just something that we show up for. But I do agree when I show up to a an NBA game and it's an hour and it's 20-20 and it's really quick. It's it's a miraculous how quick it is. Yeah. So as long as we can kind of get the pace going, we can do certain things, which we, we do want to do. We want to make it as inter- entertaining as possible. Have people come to the, the games, watch the games, because we, we love the game. We want to share the game with everybody else. Well, sure. quick prediction, Nick. Do you think because of all that, this will be rocky in terms of players adjusting to the new rules? I, I would hope not. I think that we should be able to, as all, be able to do it. Um, I think that we're going to have moments that are, that are going to probably not be as, as pretty, but you know, I think it's going to be a, a work in progress. I just wish that we had maybe more time to figure it out or not as many penalties that we would have to deal with. I worry about the penalties. That's my only thing. I, hate, I really worry about an extra inning baseball game that's end like that. I just yeah. don't think it's fun. Well, great talking to you. Very insightful, and uh, k- kudos on your success so far with the Red Sox. We'll see you next month at spring training. Thank you very much for having me. Thanks Appreciate a lot. It. Nick Thanks. Pavetta, Thank Red Sox pitcher. Great talking to you. Here on the Kenny Curtis Show on WEI. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here 
on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.